Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. You can call us delivery because we are serving you the word, the real word of God with extra sauce. On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Before participating, if you have any medication that you need to take that's related to your heart (laughs) or potentially epilepsy or your breathing take it now because we can't be liable for you falling over with fits of laughter and hurting yourself okay so just do that right now also before we go any further i know that you feel the unction of the holy spirit falling upon you telling you to share this podcast so don't be disobedient and just go and do it share this podcast with three friends and two family members you can find us on soundcloud itunes um Google Podcasts, hashtag scripture, Facebook, Instagram, hashtag scripture, Twitter, HT scripture, and Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture, our website, www.hashtag scripture, and just, you know, just type hashtag scripture in Google and it'll come up, baby. So the word on the street is angry people are telling people to go to hell but is hell somewhere that you would even wish your worst enemy to really go rumor has it that the streets of heaven are paved with gold but is heaven even a real physical place we don't know okay go let's go i gotta get myself together because i got somewhere to go and i pray that when i get there i see everyone i know i want to go to heaven i want to go to heaven do you want to go to heaven i want to go to heaven can you picture the place where there's a smile on every face and all the worthy all the stress and all the drama has been erased walking down a street that golden hey so, wow so that's why you sang that to get all the way into it wow Angel verse two she started at the beginning of the song and then went down you said heaven as well heaven wanna go yeah oh okay so today <laughs> today we'll be discussing um what are we asking what are the end times or the apocalypse or the rapture whichever name or phrase you want to give it and two what happens when you die what is heaven and what is hell it's a it's a, it's a deep one guys peak um before we start my name is for me and my name's tina and welcome to hashtag scripture welcome. you want to dedicate this episode to our angels who are in heaven waiting on us to utilize them um to actually do something ready so, with the red cups let's do some stuff cool. okay so the first question um for me what are the end times or what is the apocalypse what is rapture so I want to just leave a disclaimer, leave a disclaimer, like on this episode, like we don't know, <laughs> to be honest, like we do not know. I don't know. Neither does Tina. We just don't know. Like, obviously the Bible gives us so much information as in, so as in little, not so as in a lot, um, you know, and, and we, we're going to draw from the Bible, but I want to tell you that if anybody says that they know exactly what it is, they're lying and don't listen to that person because that information is actually not available to us. So that being said the end times that's what we're talking about yeah the end <laughs> times the apocalypse cool so me and tina i'm pretty much 100 percent sure neither of us wants to be around when the end times Absolutely pops off not, like mate. we're just not we're not even there and it's not even really because of fear it's because the effort that would be required to be a christian in the end times is just too much i can't you know like what's that scripture in revelation where it says even the elite would fall like i can't be in that position wow. where the elite i'm i'm supposed to be the elite as an as a christian that's what it means sorry like if, sorry not sorry but <laughs> as a, as the elite if you're actually like it's times get so hard <laughs> that the elite are falling i can't be because i'm already struggling now and nothing's really going on so come end times I'm actually not here for it. And I'm sure that maybe, actually, I don't know, because I haven't read what Tina's written, but I'm sure Tina will go into more detail about the actual revelation end of things. Cause I'm actually, I didn't even, I barely even touched the book of revelation. This is the only <laughs> scripture that I have right now for the book of revelation, which is revelation three ten. Um, since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come to the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. So that's where me and Tina want to be. We want to be in that, portion of people where god has said i'm gonna take you before it pops off because really and truly 
I don't even want to wait around. I don't want to know what happens, to be honest. I'm just, I just, let's go before then. So if God, if you can wait like 100 years or something, you know, 100, 200 years, cool. Like, that's cool if you can. Otherwise, if not, then, you know, your will be done. That's cool. Cool, not cool. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but okay. So what don't we know? We don't know the time. We don't know when it's going to happen. Um, Mark 13, 32 says... But about the day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. So the truth is, the end times, everybody who's telling you, uh, the end is night, the, the end of the world is coming on the 31st of July or the 1st of um, January 2020, or they're lying because nobody knows. So unless you're guessing every single day, which obviously one of those days is going to be, <laughs> nobody knows the actual day. And if you're guessing every single day and you keep getting it wrong, people are going to look at you like you're stupid. And when you get it right, it's only just going to be because you've been guessing every single day. Um, so let's, yeah, stop even skepticizing about it. Because the thing that I don't understand about Christians is that we're there trying to decipher the text. Like, oh, but the information is in here. But it's not because God has told us that it's actually, it's actually not. So you're making God a liar when Jesus has said, no one knows. And you're saying, <laughs> no, but the Bible has told us. No, it hasn't. Or how could no one know? Stop being silly. If Jesus himself does not know, I don't know who it is you think you are that mm. you would know. It's bizarre to me. Mm. Let's cut that out. That's so stupid. Um, what we do know is that the word rapture in any form does not actually appear in the Bible unless you want to, equate it with the tribulation which people don't because it's not the, it's not exactly the same thing the tribulation is slightly different the tribulation is the like it says the actual tribulation and the hard times and the things that will be happening after the people of the rapture have gone but you know um i can't even remember all the fancy words that they have post eschatology all of that i don't know honestly guys this is not my best topic like i wanted to talk about it and this was actually my topic that i suggested and then i was like i don't know anything about this topic so i don't know why i suggested it but yeah so matthew 24 29 to 31 says immediately after the tribulation of those days the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken then will appear in the heaven the sign of man and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven and the power and great glory sorry with power and great glory and he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other then luke 17 34 to 37 says i tell you on that night two people will be in one bed one will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other will be left. So we have this imagery of people being taken, the elect being taken away, whether that be, you know, bodily rising into the clouds or whether it be just disappearing. I can't remember. There's one scripture that I probably have here some, at some point. So I probably will read it at some point in this podcast. But it says something like in the twinkle of an eye. I think it's in first corinthians or first thessalonians like in the twinkle of an eye you'll blink and people will be gone like so that's where we get the idea of the rapture from that you know one second everything will be cool and then boom it will just have happened and you'll just notice that you know your pastor will not be there so i just remember <laughs> i just remember that in my first of all one imagine you're it's in church and the pastor is preaching okay. and they're everybody in the church disappears except for you what do you even do what do you do or just the pastor disappears everybody else is there what do you do what do you actually do i don't understand um i remember this video of and i think we could probably make it the the social media post because it's so relevant you know this um african pastor who was like if you get to heaven and you don't see me there write this down you have gone to hell. <laughs> that is not heaven that you have gone to. Like, people are really brave. Anyway, so um, and so what what else do we know? We know why. We know why judgment day, sorry, we know why the rapture will happen or why um the end times will happen. It's about judgment. Daniel 5:27 here, yeah, that says, um, thou art weighed in the balance and thou art found wanting. Like the mm -hmm. earth has been scattered and trashed by human beings and so at one point there will be a reckoning and there will be a point where god is like okay everything's finished so let's weigh up what you did and didn't do let's weigh up all your actions and see whether or not you know you get to hang out with me and chill in heaven forever or mm. if you're gonna go to the bad place um hold tight to all the the viewers of the good place on netflix it's really good i would actually watch it i, didn't I would it. recommend did you it. Finish it 
Yeah, it's not finished though. Oh, it's But okay. I finished it to up to the point where it is finished too. If that makes sense to the latest episode. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I don't know. I found it really good. I found it good because I found it like it's almost as though it's obviously a comedy about heaven and hell and about the whole system of morality and stuff and it's about basically um a points counting system that's like okay if you do good deeds you get plus points and if you get do bad deeds you get minus points and it's basically about if jesus hadn't come obviously it's not a christian program but if jesus hadn't come what would we have to go on what would be Mm. like our um our fate essentially Mm. and it would be okay how many good deeds did you do how many bad deeds did you do Mm. and then they would have to plus or minus it get the the net and then that's whether or not you go to hell or heaven but thank god we have jesus so you don't have to worry about not getting into the good place because you didn't do x y and z Mm. we have jesus to depend on so that's why i like it because it literally proves to me it's like that's that's why jesus is here it's like Mm. an explanation for why we have jesus even though this this the show is not from a christian perspective Mm. um yeah or maybe it is. I don't know who the writers are, but yeah. Um, so in First Peter four five, it says they will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. And Second Corinthians five ten says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. So God has created us, and He's told us to act a certain way. He's told us to do certain things, and then. We have or haven't done them. Most of us have not done them, to be honest. Even me. No, there's a lot of things we haven't done. So he's going to sit. He's going at the end of time when he decides, okay, I've had enough because this is all trash. Which I'm, I'm even confused why it hasn't happened already, to be honest with you. But, you know, whatever. You know, when we were like, Jesus, take the wheel. Like, Jesus, are you sleeping up there? But, <laughs> you know, because there's so many things in this world that I'm like, is this serious? Is this, did somebody write this or is this real? Um, Yeah, but yeah. So that is why it will happen because god needs to judge us whether we are worthy or not obviously we have jesus as a savior but even those of us who are christian will still be judged don't get twisted Mm. just because it's not oh heaven or hell but it's like okay so where in heaven are you gonna have a shack or are you gonna have a mansion Mm. like there's still judgment for everyone so yeah okay yeah okay so let's look at some definitions um briefly so the apocalypse the definition of the apocalypse is the complete final destruction of the world as described um in the book of revelations and rapture and as for me said before well the definition of rapture is consisting of an end time event when all christian believers who are alive will rise along with the resurrected dead believers into heaven and join christ um, so firstly, the term rapture, as Fumi said, but is then not... But again, not everybody believes that that it will be the time of the resurrection. Yeah. So this, the thing is with the whole apocalypse and rapture and end times is that there is not a lot of people, there's not one coherent... No, there's coherency, but there's not one consistent train mm-hmm. of, 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 of thought or belief because... Um, everyone's kind of used the book of revelations and certain passages and and kind of left it up for interpretation based on on what their own interpretation of the bible is um so there are not yeah not everybody agrees but that was a dictionary definition um so yes the term rapture doesn't actually exist in the bible it's just the occasion when jesus will descend from heaven to fetch those who have loved him more than anything on this earth and be his faithful disciples which sounds lovely but it's not nice Mm -hmm. it sounds like oh yeah you're gonna be joined with me together it's gonna be great well on the way back up bruv right whilst he's fetching and you're just seeing it's like literally michael jackson thriller movie happening which is what a lot of the time we think it's gonna look like it's like oh my gosh hollywood has made it into this big thing there's so many different movies about the end times and all of this sort of things and we actually don't know and it's but as for me said the bible isn't 100 clear you know on what is exactly what exactly is going to happen but we know some stuff so um first thessalonians 4 16 to 18 wait did you just read that no okay um for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. <laughs> Listen. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. For me, mm. I need to not be here. I don't want to see it. I want to just, even my dead but that's body. that's the thing, like, is it, 
is it figurative or is it literal? Is it figurative? I think in this passage, as it says, and the dead in Christ will rise first. So those who have gone before this particular time who are already dead, their body is in the grave, right? (laughs) It says, will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. So it's like the image it's painting is almost as if like the grounds, like people, the dead bodies are rising from like cemeteries. I can't can't imagine that God is going to make skeletons come out of the ground because that's that's not even the body that you're going to be using. What about the people who have been cremated or the people whose bodies are not? That's why it's mad. That's why it's mad. Um, uh, caught up together and meet and uh, meet with the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. <laughs> How is it comforting? I don't know. It's comforting because we shall all be, be together, up together with the Lord. It's just the bodies. That's it's, the, it's the bodies. But yeah, we will all be together with God. Um, First Corinthians fifteen twenty three says. Um, before we even get there disciples of christ who have already died will be resurrected first this is what some people believe and will be joined by those who are still living in christ they will be raised up together in an incorruptible in their incorruptible bodies to meet jesus in the air now that is scary okay that's super super duper scary first corinthians 15 verse 52 to 53 says for the trumpet will sound the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality so in Cute. this particular passage we're Please. almost we're, um, ushered into believing that our fleshly bodies will change to our incorruptible bodies well now our corruptible bodies will change to an incorruptible body so as you said before like the skeletons the cremated mm. like it almost as if our fleshly our flesh flesh is no longer going to be what is um is contained you know where our soul is contained that it's going to be now changed into an incorruptible body now what who will be left behind at the rapture okay and i love Ooh, this pa- i love Ooh, this child. i love this when i was growing up i didn't fully understand this passage because i was just like but that's not fair everybody should get in right so the passage um the foolish virgins um who you know without reading the whole story because i'm not going to read it but um it's a passage where there was 10 virgins where did it where can you find it though um matthew chapter 25 verse 1 to 13 i can't remember how many i think there were 10 and there, or there were seven and some were good and then some were just doing a madness <laughs> she's gonna type foolish virgins into <laughs> um google i hope she gets the right results for it because <laughs> of course this is google put some respect on no. google's name the parable of the 10 virgins okay, okay yeah okay. so it was 10 right um and five of them were wise and five of them were not wise and the five wise ones per, per, they took extra oil with them for their um to light their um, candles not called lamps. a candle their lamp and the the other ones instead of them instead of the five that weren't foolish instead of them to be preparing and you know getting extra oil preparing for the journey they were there beautifying themselves and you know not really worried about they were just preparing for the ball like, we're going to a party hey 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 you know the prince is there the master's there it's going to be a banquet it's going to be so much food it's going to be lovely makeup must be on fleek contour must be on fleek right and on the journey now their lamps now had run out everyone's lamps the 10 virgins their lamps ran out and um the wise virgins had their oil stored and they were like okay here is some extra for the for the for their lamps and the foolish virgins were like hey give me some of your oil and they're like no boo okay <laughs> oh no my brother <laughs> no you boo. got to get you your own to get your own right and so they didn't make it so they the foolish virgins had to now run back and by the time they had come back the door to the banqueting suite was closed and that's basically door to heaven um so that was a brief synopsis so listen out for the hashtag scripture audio bible right <laughs> so in the end times the parable of the wise and foolish virgins which is again found in matthew chapter 25 verse 1 to 13 jesus shows us clearly that not all believers will be raised up in the rapture and this is why i think the rapture or the end times is really scary um because not only is it okay so by we've already discussed about heaven and salvation well not heaven we've discussed about salvation and if you're a christian is it once saved always saved and we've had mm. this i don't it was definitely season one was it season one yes yeah it was definitely season one and um you know once saved always saved you know do all christians make it into heaven and that in and of itself was very tricky because it's very um it's hotly debated and it depends on what kind of strain of doctrine that you fall into and how you read the bible but even this in of itself so not all believers 
and the Bible says it, not all believers will be raised up in the rapture. The foolish versions are the ones who will be left behind. And these are the ones who did not have a genuine life with Christ. Um, they were not prepared. They were not ready. Although they have good outward appearance, which is what the Bible says, they were beautifying themselves. They were still living in sin. They are still doing what, this is the interpretation. They were still doing what they know to be wrong. Um, we can see this in Revelation chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, when God is talking about the seven different types of churches. So there's some who on the outward, um, like this church, on the outward, you're doing, you're doing, you're doing bits, you know what I mean? You're doing lots of stuff, but inwardly, you're still, there's, there's still decay there somewhere, mm. you know? Um, they've been content with just having a good testimony before men and overcoming but what but not overcoming obvious issues and obvious sins and not having a heart that is contrite to god um and this is one of the things that i think is really scary in terms of when you're thinking about the rapture is that we could be active in good works and our good works we know but our good works do not get us into heaven and it's so crazy to think that we've lived our whole lives doing good and trying to be good people and um trying to do good christian activity but your character is rotten hmm. you know what i mean your character is rotten there's jealousy there there's anger there there's pride there um and your heart hasn't been cleansed and when the bible talks about so removing a heart of stone and replacing it with a heart of flesh it's really really important because um i think we talked about it also in terms of the old things pass away and behold all things come new there is a transformative process that happens when you're in a christian's life mm -hmm. and if you don't pro properly go through that transformative process no matter how good your works are babe you're not going to make it and that's scary because not a lot of people know that a lot of people i know a lot of people who think do you know what yeah i'm i'm, I'm still there I'm, I'm trying or this look at my good works or look at this and look at that but babe check your heart we say this all the time in in the podcast check your heart heart check that's a heart issue heart check you one know? two one two i thought it's mic check it is oh <laughs> all right um, i was just putting the spin on it girl so so yeah so yeah the book of revelations is real real guys we need to really be careful about thinking about rapture and thinking about the apocalypse and let's be less let's focus on all the scary stuff that happens in the book of revelations because there are beasts and horns and eagles and lions and bears lions and tigers and, and bears and battles honestly i am though so don't this is the scary Every bit in the book of revelations because i don't listen i don't play with that book i don't, I don't play with that book the scary bit in the book of revelations is that it's not every chapter you know we're winning we are winning on the lord's side do you know that sometimes like the the beast overcome the saints mm. you know and we see it in the book of daniel as well because daniel is a prophetic book of end times as well in the book of daniel it's a lit read the book of daniel if you want to know about end times because it's less scary than the book of revelation but even in daniel it says that and the 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 beasts and the enemy will overcome the saints of the most high you're like oh my gosh that's me, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> what do you mean? mean like it's not every battle that we're winning there but we win the war come on somebody yeah we win the war at the end we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony but it's not every battle sometimes the beast is overcoming and these beasts are scary there's beasts in the sea there's beasts in the air there's beasts in the land there's beasts everywhere they've got horns they've got some of them i've got some of them are half man half eagle half man half horse half this half that is scary right like half scorpion half bee, no wasp it's actually band. so mad and you're reading it and it's like when i read the book of revelations and i don't read it all in its entirety i'm literally ducking because mm. it's like you're trying to just avoid all the insult um but again is it figurative or or is it literal we don't know we don't do know we? i think i think for some but this is why i think sometimes we can take it literally for example we see strains when um when in the book of is it isaiah yeah in the book of isaiah where it talks about satan falling from heaven um and it paints a literal picture of you know how he literally like god banished him and kicked him out and he fell to the earth and da, 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 da. and so we kind of see you know the angels the fallen angels with him so we can kind of see the same sort of language in terms of how that's portrayed again in the book of daniel and in the book of revelations so because the language is is the same you would sometimes think okay it's a little thing that there is a beast and but for example in the book of daniel we know that most of that is dream is dream language yeah, which yeah, is yeah. obviously figurative so then to say that it's the same language as daniel 
then would make me think, okay, it's maybe same, it's more figurative. Then. In terms of the imagery and how it and mm. how it's painted, because in the in in Daniel, well, that's what I mean, just yeah, in Daniel is prophetic. But when yeah. we're looking in the Book of Revelations, it's um John. John is the author of revelations um in here <laughs> i almost forgot what are we talking about, about that and right it's john is, is the author and he's and he again is is seen a vision you yeah. know what i mean it's the, it's god has shown him a vision and also if we're thinking about it again in terms of other visions that we see if we look in the book of zephaniah when god is saying okay so these are the lampstands these mm. are this or we're looking at ezekiel when he's seeing the valley of the dry bones because it's but it's imagery it's, That's it's, what I mean. it's imagery it's so we have to <coughs> Damn, girl! Ew! right Ew. into the mic. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry, guys. guys. Don't get antibacterial <laughs> spray and just detol and spray ear. it on your ear. Like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's so she did it. Like, so we have to. And this is the thing with the Bible is that you know a lot of it is vision. It's it's a, we're seeing it through visions. It's been written down, and we're having to. And God wants us. God wants to paint a picture. And it's very, very, very vivid. Mm-hmm. And um, we know that God is, we know that heaven isn't just a, um, well, we heaven do we know that it isn't just a, a, a figurative place that it, it exists. And like, I don't, but I know, don't, but what I, what I mean by in terms like of the figurative in terms of, yeah, is like, is it, for example, so for example, we know that when it talks about like the sea a lot in, um, in Revelation, a lot of people, um, not conflate but take that to mean or represent like war rather than the actual mm-hmm, sea mm-hmm. and you like so when they say like the beast coming out of the sea then they take it to mean that it's about leaders being raised up out of war mm-hmm. rather than about the actual beast coming out of the sea so that's what i mean like is it and especially for example okay so it talks about the the ten-headed beast with the mm. uh, you know this hydra type thing mad, deal that's mad, got like mad. bare heads bare horns and, and then the horns eyes, on top of the horns and then the wings the are covering horn has horns and then one and then horn the, drops the lion, out the one and then there's a goat and a mad. lamb like you know like all of these things but then like people have like it's there's representations and that imagery is throughout the bible where it's representations of things that so i'm saying yeah that for example the the wasp scorpion type thingy magic mm. that has the face of a woman or whatever it is Mad. is that imagery yeah to represent something else which yeah. i don't personally know i'm sure there's a lot of scholars on yeah. this topic but i don't know what it is yeah but or am i to expect that i will encounter a wasp that is also a scorpion that is also a woman because <laughs> i don't know if i'm ready for that and i just would prefer if it would be imagery yeah. but i don't know if it's we don't know not. and that's the thing is that we we just don't know um and like I just, assume that it is, not gonna lie. I think but. I think sometimes we can assume that they may be, and sometimes it's but more when you assume you uh, make an S. I yeah, love you, you and me. me. And sometimes you can assume that it may be, and sometimes we can infer, you know, for example, the ten horns, a lot of scholars say that it's talking about the ten, you know, the ten leaders of of you know, the foreseeing history or yeah, foreseeing history, literally. Um, so uh, the wasp, it could be, you know characteristics of a particular person mm-hmm. or the scorpion and that they are this or they are that you know but even that in of itself a person encountering a person who has scorpion like traits is this the mask of zorro like it's like it's just <laughs> it's mad just said, is this the mask of zorro <laughs> it's just it's just i feel like mad. i need to go and watch that film now to understand what she's saying <laughs> is there a scorpion in that film there's a scorpion there there's scorpions at the end okay <laughs> right so it's it's a lot guys don't play with god and don't play the, i don't play the book of revelations like i said it already i don't <laughs> okay um news flash um so i'm just going to read this article about the book the boy who came from heaven and back so you know there's all of these stories about people who went to heaven and, da, 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 and they know everything blah blah, blah. so kids say sorry can I interrupt? my favorite my favorite one is um, Jesse Duplantis. Mm-hmm. Is it Jesse Duplantis? Yeah, Jesse Duplantis, who went to heaven. It, his, it's called Close in, YouTube it. It's called Close Encounters of the God Kind. This is big man, Jesse Duplantis. Close Encounters of the God Kind. I watch it at least once a year. It's mad. <laughs> it's so mad. But anywho, sorry. So, kid, so, then, so this book has been written called The Book, The Book, The Boy Who Came Back from Heaven. Um, quote unquote a quote unquote a true story by kevin and alex malarkey which then because we're about to read the article when somebody's name is malarkey that's when you have to like a whole bunch of malarkey when somebody's name is actually malarkey that is when you have to now come and wonder whether or not the story is true in the first place because if your name is malarkey something is obviously fishy going on so the article is 
and that's from this is from USA Today. Kid says that he did not go to heaven. Publisher to stop selling the book. So this is an award-winning book, top-selling book, rather. Sorry, um, that has now been pulled from shelves because the publisher, the Christian publisher, was informed that actually it didn't happen. But this is like years later. Spirit of discernment, guys, mate. Well, there we go. Well then. So basically, someone had said when when he got in this car crash someone had said like okay i think alice has gone to be with jesus um to the dad because he was in a coma so when he got out of the coma he then said like he went to heaven and he saw all these things blah blah, blah. but then he wrote a letter which said i said i went to heaven because i thought it would get me attention but when i made the claims that I did I had never read the bible people have profited profited from lies and continue to they should read the bible which is enough the bible is the only source of truth anything written by man cannot be infallible he also said please forgive me for the brevity of my letter it's because of my condition um so I just wanted I picked that because I wanted us to be careful about all the numerous people who say they went to heaven or hell Uh, I'm not saying that not to believe them but what I am saying is that does it even matter Hmm. because as the as the boy who now admitted that he because he was young at the time so I don't even like it's not a bad thing that he said this but um the boy even said like trust the bible it doesn't matter whether or not someone went to heaven or hell and they could tell you what heaven or hell was like we shouldn't like listen to those testimonies and let them sway how we behave we should behave how we behave because the bible has said that we should behave that way if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah um so auntie films what happens when you die what happens when you die and what happens in heaven and hell yeah so okay again me and tina don't know because neither of us have actually been to heaven or hell no um and we haven't died either so Mm. obviously we don't know but the bible white light (laughs) do you know what i mean like (laughs) well obviously it's all right like your eyes are closed and there was light in the room so (laughs) duh um yeah but uh, thankfully the bible speaks more about life more and more clearly about life than it does about death and i would not have it any other way if i'm honest with you um because i'd rather know what i've got to do whilst i'm here that qualifies me for heaven and not for hell than find out all of this amazing stuff about heaven and hell and not know how to avoid hell and get to heaven in the first place um and the bible speaks kind of so little about death that the sadducees in jesus time or the sadducees who Mm. depending on who you talk to um in jesus time did not even believe in an afterlife at all like they just didn't think it was a thing um whereas the the pharisees who were kind of on the opposite side believed in the resurrection and believed in an afterlife um and i want i wanted to point that out because like it's just important to understand that it doesn't it even though yes it's interesting to know what heaven and hell was like but the principle is the same whether or not heaven and hell are even real you mm. should still live a good life and you should still live life the way that jesus told us to mm. it doesn't actually matter what heaven looks like or what hell looks like because we know hell is bad and we know that heaven is good and, and even if hell is hot, hell is hot. <laughs> so even if there is no hell or no heaven does that stop us should that then stop us from living the a life the way jesus has taught us to no not really because we're, we're serving a, an almighty god do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um um the old the old testament barely even touches the concept of death and the afterlife yes there is um the book of daniel like two or three chapters of the book of daniel that speaks about it and then there's you know some in the book of isaiah a little bit in the book of ezekiel mm. um and maybe like a couple of verses scattered around psalms mm. like and there is like an undertone of kind of salvation in and and the resurrection through the old testament but it's it is that it is an undertone it's not like there's a, there's a whole book about okay and this is what happens when you die like that that's you can't find that there um and then the the new testament does talk about it um more but not a great deal it's not like the new testament is like okay and this is all this thing that's going to happen like there are verses scattered around in all the different books and it is a lot more comprehensive but it's not a be all and end all of exactly what's going to happen when we die like for example um like where do you go like when you die like that moment is there like a place that you get parked? Like, is purgatory real? And then you get to heaven after 
judgment or do you get judged straight away well that we it wouldn't seem that way because we it, it seems from the text that we all get judged at the same time so there's all these little like technicalities and details that i'm not sure on maybe tina's sure on them uh, maybe you're showing them maybe you've read around it a bit more and you but i i just don't think that we know i don't mm. think that it's as clear as we as clear-cut as some people make it out to be but i also don't think that it matters so in modern history and literature and art hell has been depicted as this place where it's like um like in landscapes of of terror and contraptions of like um torture landscapes of terror <laughs> and like you know like you know like fiery um fiery volcanoes and you know like the place is just full of fire and um there's all of these like you know demons torturing humans and there's all of these like ever more imaginative ways of how to torture human beings um and when i read my bible i don't see that I see hell referred to in pretty much two ways, which is either the lake of fire or the pit, mm. whether it be shoal or whatever. Mm. It's a lake of fire or a pit. That's all I see. Maybe there's more and I've missed it. But those are the two big things that I see mm. hell described as. I don't see it as this place of like lots of activity. Oh, and also kind of like the kind of like worms eating people. That's also a thing. As in like, you know, like how maggots eat them, not like massive worms, not like giant worms eating people. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like, so those are the kind of three images that I get out of the Bible. And again, like I said, maybe I missed them, but those are the three things that I see in the Bible when it talks about hell. But the, you know, the media and artists and literature have all made it out to be like this place where humans are sent, that demons torture the humans, not understanding that actually the demons are going there to to be punished as well it's not actually their stomping ground where they're mm. going like it's not like their tennis club it's their prison it's where they're being sent because they were bad as well it's not like okay the demons are in charge when they get to hell and the devil is walking they're around like torture. i'm I, I you know I, i'm the one i'm the boss like the devil is not the final boss god is the final boss come on so never ever and he's the unbeaten unbeatable undefeatable final boss that you actually can't win against mm. so one thing that you need to know is that when the devil goes to hell he's going there for the exact same thing that everyone else is going there for mm. not because of any kind of ruling uh, authority that he has there he doesn't um so that's like a correction that i would like to make to kind of media i suppose um and then with heaven um again i don't know whether or not i keep saying this throughout the episode it's probably annoying by now but i don't know whether or not the imagery is just meant to be imagery as in figurative or if it's literal literal so for example when it says like the streets of heaven are paved in gold like is it really i think it's something like it's paved in gold and it's the gold is like looks as pure as glass like mm. but the reason that it's to me the reason that it says those kinds of things and it talks about sapphire and topaz and all of these things is because we can't imagine what it looks like mm. or what it is like but obviously um the people who wrote the who are writing things about it have to compare it to something so you yeah. can get an idea of what they're talking about or they might as well not write anything do you know what i mean so <laughs> yes of yeah like, <laughs> do you know what i mean like it was popping what do you want me to say like <laughs> like so they have to write something they have to describe it in somehow so of course they're going to describe it in a way that they can but i imagine that there's colors in heaven that we've never seen before that mm. we couldn't even imagine do you know what i mean there's things in heaven that we can't even literally imagine but the best way to describe it is x y and z it it's like a, a real shade of fire pink. that went around and da, da. like mm -hmm. yeah okay so i don't know if it's exact and that's exactly what we were expecting to see or if it's actually so much more well, well no i do know it's so much more than that um Sorry, can I interrupt? Yeah. And I don't even think, and I, I think it's like, it has to be something that far exceeds our imagination yeah, or and our comprehension. Like Otherwise, there's no right. point. Because if we can imagine, and this is the issue with man, is that if we could imagine it, literally, we would try and create it here. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, like the Tower of Babel, like, they were like, oh, we won't see this place. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're trying to build a tower to get there. Like, I think if we could, <laughs> if we could really, if we had a concrete idea of what, heaven was like then i think that we would all just be doing the madness like there's literally this week and the first week in january um there was a pastor who has been arrested by Jeez. the government i think he's um i think it's not 
I think it's not Zimbabwe or Uganda, one of the two, um, for selling tickets to, to heaven. heaven. My God. But people bought them. My goodness. Like, people bought the train ticket. Like, they but went some to of the- you are dumb, you know? <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to just say, some of you are actually dumb because what do you mean you're buying tickets to heaven? Is it Jesus that's a ticket to heaven or not? Because that's what I thought when I read my Bible. But maybe your Bible was said and then see... Um, Ticketmaster to purchase your ticket to heaven, but my Bible didn't say that. So. Zimbabwean, right? Yeah. So like, I think that's even the one he was saying. <clears throat> if you go to heaven and you don't see me there, yeah, I've gone to hell. It's mad. It's the same guy. Pastor arrested for selling tickets to heaven. Most and this is the maddest guy. thing: is that we have such a yearning. This is this what I don't understand. We have such a yearning to get there, but get there in the if right time. Get there. get there in the right time and make sure that I'll because these times the people that are now buying there. tickets to get to heaven, they'll be knocking on the door. And Jesus won't open it. <laughs> And this, and this is it because and imagine is, oh because that's an illegal ticket someone him, scouted it to you didn't yeah, they? if you knew him you knew his words you know that's not the way well, to get exactly, there you exactly, know that's not the way to get there exactly. so they were buying tickets knowing that babe honey you ain't gonna get in you're not, you're not gonna get in so leave heaven to be this amazing unimaginable place yeah. that god has created and preserved and and made ready for you leave it there all of this unnecessary stuff, stop it because your brain will bust. Yeah. And that's not, that, that ain't good. <laughs> and even to me, like, I feel like heaven can't be a physical place. I feel like it has to be a spiritual place, which we will be able to see with our spiritual eyes. I don't know if it's like a physical place because then that, that to me, if it's a physical place, that to me says that it has to be in the physical universe, which means we could essentially get there by building a, a rocket ship that goes to the, do, you know, do you know what I mean? So to, I don't, I don't know how it works. Or maybe it's in another dimension or da, 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 but this is still all matter and physics. Mm. And from what I understand of science, it wouldn't make sense for, for heaven to be, physical in that way and it has to be another realm and just like okay the spiritual realm like another realm of things because first of all god is not a man god mm. is not flesh so god, what does he need a, uh, a physical home for he doesn't do you know what i mean and and then second of all even even jesus okay jesus has a body but he has a glorified body that can apparently fly and arise ascend into the clouds teleport through walls and w- or walk He's through walls do you know what I mean? so he doesn't need to have Streets. you know wood and uh cobblestones like he just doesn't so i'm not even sure that is a physical tangible place because then i feel like we might even be able to get there. I don't know. Or maybe we can't. Sure. Obviously we can't, but I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's not in the clouds is what I'm saying. It's not in the clouds. It's not above the clouds. Like when you look up, you're looking up at heaven. No, it's not there. Fine. Okay. And I don't even think it's as cloudy as they make it out to be anyway, because they always put heaven in this cloudy place where it's just completely full of clouds. But to (laughs) me, that would be cold. And I don't think that a good God can make heaven a cold place. So like, it has to be warm. It has to be room temperature. It can't be freezing cold. Like, what is that? So I believe that heaven in heaven, in our glorified bodies, everybody has their own internal thermostat that we can all control like individual of everyone else because God is a good God. Anyway, what do we know? We know it's better than what we have now in Romans 8, 18 to 19 um it says i consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of god to be revealed um it's important to understand that the writers of the bible were writing what they knew as i said before um because we can't comprehend what will be in the future what what will be um like that what that glory will be like because this present suffering that we have now cannot compare. Um, we know that the resurrection of the dead will happen. Um, in Daniel 12, 1 to 2, at that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as that has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. First Corinthians 15, 5 to 1 which Tina already read, so I won't read the whole thing again, but it just talks about our um, perishable bodies becoming imperishable. Um, First Thessalonians 4, 16 to 18. Did you read that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, it talks about, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, the Lord coming from the clouds and us all being, you know, taken up or whatever. Um, And so we know that there is a vaccine of the dead. We know that whether or not we will see those dead, 
like rising as if it will be like the zombie apocalypse or whether or not it will be like they are risen in heaven straight away or whether earth will pass away and then they will be risen like we don't know all of those details and even if we did know or even if we do know it doesn't actually matter it's not an important topic i don't know why i chose this topic to be honest with you guys because really what i wanted to just let you know is that it's not actually important to know the end okay cool <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna talk about um heaven because hell is scary and i'm a scaredy cat so you're um, not gonna talk about hell at all no. wow guys she didn't even put anything in her notes I'm, about hell at i'm all. not okay. and for me knows this already no i'm joking it's not like okay it's you know oh my gosh it's too scary to read about what the bible says about hell but for me it's already covered it and that's it you know it's a pit it's fiery <laughs> it's fiery <laughs> it's hot and you don't go there if you don't behave and, yourself um, and and that's it you know um but in heaven one of the things that i want to talk about is like the spiritual just briefly just a couple passages two actually on um the the lovely aspect and the bunnies and the rainbows and the unicorns you know no obviously but not um looking at it's not obvious that there are not unicorns in heaven i, really, I don't I think really, I would really all. like. I, think there could be I would really like there to be unicorns because I like unicorns. Nobody likes the fact that I like unicorns. Um, and I want to have a unicorn Who's party. Nobody? What's your problem? Who said that to you? You don't. For me, when I wanted to have when a unicorn you wanted party, to, you wanted to have a unicorn party for a child that is not your child. <laughs> And you wanted to impose phenomenal cost of actually purchasing a real unicorn for the child. And so when I said that's not a good idea because one, it's not your money and two, it's not your child. That doesn't mean, that does not mean with... Also, I was that thinking, does not mean that I don't like I you liking said, unicorns. I think I said to you as well for my thirtieth birthday party, I ever want it to be um, a unicorn theme. Or if Tina has <laughs> a unicorn theme for her birthday party, I actually won't go. And it's not because I don't like the fact that she doesn't like unicorns, but I think it's too much. It's like it's enough. A unicorn, unicorn theme, or fancy dress party. If you want to come, guys, um, you have to dress up uh, like a unicorn. <laughs> I'll sell tickets to my birthday party. Um, all proceeds go to hashtag scripture. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah. So um, in John chapter 14, verse one to three, it reads, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, you will, you may also be. Now, this is really lovely. It's really comforting. Um as we said before, the we Jesus here is trying to get us to, you know, take comfort in the fact that he's coming back for us. Take comfort in the fact that there's a place prepared for us in the bosom of our Lord, you know, that we will rest, we'll remain, we'll abide, abide there, that in the shadow of his wings, we will take refuge. You know, like it, it's almost a case of, you know, listen, there's a place, right, where it's just, there's in my father's there's- house, there are a place sorry in my father's house there are many mansions and you know you have a room there where you have a house there you know like just for you it's a sense of belonging in the parenting episode you know Kletchin and Nita kept talking about belonging and being part of our gang and being part of our crew and that's what God is trying to say here it's like once you once you understand this is that you are you are mine there's a there's a room in my house for you you know there's a place and you know what not only are you going to come there but I'm going to come back and get you it's so comforting and that's the kind of stuff that I want you guys to kind of hold on to it's not just okay the scary stuff but it's the fact that you're going to be at a place of peace and a place of rest you're going to be with your maker you're going to be with jesus you're going to be with god revelation 21 verse 4 says and god shall wipe away every tear from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall be neither shall there be any more pain for the former things have passed away it's just so nice like it's just it's so nice god there's no there's no crying in heaven there's no pain there's no death there's no sickness there's no sorrow you know what i mean it's like all the former things that have passed away and now you're in a place of peace you're in a place of not peace as in you're sleeping because you're real busy in heaven right mm-hmm. and we're going to get onto that but just a place of complete you are one of your maker you know and it's just it's just so awesome um worship worship is also something that happens in heaven revelation chapter 19 revelations um chapter 4 we see a lot of the time um we see all the time where the saints of the most high where the elders will be singing hallelujah salvation and glory and honor and power belong to our god the lord god almighty power and might 
belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Literally. Amen. Amen. Blessings and glory. What's the other one? Blessings and honor. Glory and, and power, power be unto the ancients of days. Come on, from every nation, all of creation. Well, what are they going to do? Bow before <laughs> the ancient. <laughs> and a nice segue into what I'm talking about worship, right? Every tongue in heaven and earth shall declare his glory. Like, listen, you're busy, right? You're busy worshiping. You're bowing down to the to God. Your, your hands are raised. You're just there in a complete, constant state of worship. Um, it's not quiet. Heaven, I don't think heaven is a quiet place. It's loud. God is roaring. You know, like it's, it's a just like, it's lit. Like you're worshiping God, and it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just awesome. Also, um, the Bible makes reference to, and again, this could be in um figurative or literal, um, but it's nice. I'm gonna put it in there. Um, a garment and a robe so isaiah chapter 61 verse 10 says um i will greatly rejoice in the lord my soul shall be joyful in god for he has clothed me with a garment of salvation he has covered me with a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels so a lot of the time in the book of revelation the church is called the bride right um jesus comes back for his bride and so we see that there's a garment of there's a garment of salvation and a robe of righteousness. Now, for me, said something earlier, which also links to this point where she said, um, you could be living in a shack or in a mansion, right? <laughs> and it's also a lot of scholars have said that depending on your Christ walk or your Christian walk on earth depends on not only the size of your house or whatever in, in it, quote unquote, but also the kind of life that you will lead in heaven and whether you're going to get a, just a garment, a mere, a mere garment of salvation <laughs> or you're going to get a robe of righteousness you know like did you make it by the skin of your teeth um and then therefore get just a claim normal cloak of of salvation or have you lived a life that is worthy and honorable to a, a, a certain degree because you know um and then receive a robe of righteousness either which way child you're there okay mm-hmm. um and so you just do what you got to do to keep it and to maintain and to just keep going so there's there's it's there's a lot of imagery and it's beautiful it's it's you're seeing there's a sense of unity there's a sense of oneness togetherness with god um a complete worship in spirit and in truth and i think that's something that we also have to bear in mind is that it is in spirit and in truth we are not physical bodies we are spiritual bodies and we will worship in spirit and in truth there's genuine genuinity what's the word is that the word right in there you can't fake it till you make it all of the fake worship that we'd be doing okay i'm just going mouth the words and i'm going to put my hands up that's not what happens there you're going to be in full worship mode yeah um this week's sponsor um we've got two sponsors this week um hollywood um which has made us think one way about the end times and rapture and the second sponsor is the book of revelations which we are all too scared of to read and um <laughs> do you know how many people i know here i literally refuse to read the book of revelation <laughs> but i don't understand like i get that it's scary but yeah i still have to read it guys yeah Let, maybe that's your homework this week to read the book of revelation and our hashtag scripture i don't actually don't have one but i'm gonna find one our hashtag scripture for today is um no more no more tears okay no more drama in my life i don't ever want to hurt again no more pain okay our hashtag scripture no more pain our hashtag scripture for today is Revelations chapter 21 verse 4 and it says and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away guys I think what's just important to reiterate and I thought we said it and maybe you lost it in our well as we was brainstorming but <laughs> yeah. it's just Im- it's just important that we get there mm-hmm. you know what I mean how we get there whether it's by a boat by a train uh, whether it's in the back of a horse whether you're walking on cold cold on gold cobbled stones is not important it's just making sure we get there and the fact that it will 100 percent 1000 million trillion quadrillion percent be better than what we're going through now even yeah. if your life is amazing it will still be quadrillion percent better than and what it is quadrillion quadrillion billion million better times better than hell <laughs> okay and to the power of infinity <laughs> and you don't want to go there you so don't want to let's there. just form a, let's just form and fashion our lives correctly um 
Oh. Can you do the closing prayer? I know I said that I would do it. But yeah, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you glory. We just want to make it to be with you, Lord. I know Amen. that you are you're you know you're living in our in our hearts right now, Jesus. Your word says, um, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And we know this, but we really won't be with you physically. Okay. Um, call us up. Well, physically, but you know what I mean. Right? Um, call us Bodily. up. We <laughs> like as in our glorified body. Yes. Um, we want to be with you. We we want to go to the place that you have prepared for us we want to be in a place with you where we can worship at your feet all day where we can sing of your praises where we can teach others where we can sing glory hallelujah hosanna in the highest where there's no more pain no more sickness where we rejoice and where we meet our loved ones father we want to be with you and we want to we thank you that you created jesus for this purpose to ensure that we get there Mm. and it would have been so silly and so pointless for you to send your only son to live and to die a gruesome death for us to not make it to the place that you created for us to make so lord help us to just get there we we gonna do everything we can lord on on our part to just make sure that we be with you and we thank you for how gracious you are we thank you for how um, merciful you are we thank you for how powerful you are we thank you for the beautiful imagery that you have given us for the comfort that you have given us your word says take comfort in this and we are so grateful and we know that the the present suffering cannot be compared to the glory that shall later be revealed and we're so grateful father god for the place that you are preparing for us and father god anybody who is not sure right now about their salvation in the name of jesus father god there's no distance in their spirit you are powerful you are able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or imagine i just pray ministering angels and the holy spirit will minister to each and every person who is not sure because we're all not sure father god of our salvation father god help us and today do you know what today father god we rededicate our lives to you we rededicate our mind our soul our spirit our inner man our bodies our flesh our character, our everything. We rededicate ourselves to you. We submit ourselves to you. We recognize that Jesus is the son of God, that he is the one and only true savior. We recognize, Father God, that you are the only true sovereign God. And we ask for you to come and live in our hearts, come and dwell in our hearts and help us in this journey that we are on, Father God. We give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you glory for how awesome you are and for the place that you have prepared for us. May we all get there in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen Amen and amen. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, any other podcast things. (laughs) Probably not actually. I don't know how many podcast things there are that you can find us on, but the main ones, the Apple Podcasts as well. Um, Hashtag scripture. You can find us on Twitter at HT scripture. You can find us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture. And we've got a website, www.hashtagscripture.com. Anyway, Wednesday evenings, just <laughs> obviously follow us on Instagram to find out when it's going to be. Um, we have an Instagram live where we can talk through the topic and you can tell us your comments and we can kind of, you know, have a tete-a-tete about... Um, about Guys, it's happening, the- it's happening, it's happening! It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many times when I imagine that it is happening. Like, if I hear a loud noise, I'm like, yep, that's rapture. Where was we coming? I think we was coming, no, we was driving from Manchester to London and there was like random lightning. Do you remember that time? There was random lightning. No, it wasn't lightning. <laughs> this is the most exaggerated story I have ever heard in my actual entire life. Guys, when I say what she means by lightning is light. <laughs> Ting, lighting. Take away the en. Not lightning. Lighting, and it was not because raining. there was reflection. First of all, it was raining. That's number one. So I don't know what she's talking about. But there was just like some kind of reflection in Tina's car. I don't know if it was like a. It looked like almost like a water bottle was being reflected onto the roof of Tina's car, yeah. and it was just like they were doing all this shimmer, shimmer, heaven. shimmer. Jay, just in Tina's car, not anywhere else. <laughs> so I don't know where she got lightning from. I actually don't know how this story has now transformed I'm into so lightning. Nice. I'm so I <laughs> this is the, the most Igbo story I've ever heard relayed <laughs> to the public. Dugum, I can't. Dugum, dugum. How can she say lightning? Wow. No, no, literally. I know, I'm so Igbo. I'm so Nigerian, but literally, honestly, for me, story is... So that's what you thought was no, the rapture. She's given, she's given the white version of it. Yeah? I said the actual version. There was lightning in the car. I don't know how I she said, actually listen, I said, there. for me, it's dress rehearsal. They're doing dress rehearsal in heaven. It's dress rehearsal. They're doing action replay because I said, it happened so many times that it couldn't have just and the thing is she's not telling the truth because we scattered everything in that car for the first time <laughs> no I said I didn't say 
water water bottle. I said it was like a light skin. I likened it onto a water bottle so that they can understand the imagery. Listen, I changed lanes. The imagery. Listen, I changed lanes. I went faster, slower. Maybe it's like your position of the car. There's so many things it could have been. It could have been like you know the the cat's eyes or whatever the lights that are on the it was just on the motorway. Like because it was raining and stuff was coming. I don't know. It was just a strange light. To be true, also because after that the seventh time it happened and I was like oh my gosh she'll be rapture she was like but we're still <laughs> listen I don't know about you but I'm going that first time so like, you oh, people can do what you want you can do what you want to do but it's as so for me bad. as for me and my house I'm not actually staying around I'm it not sticking around so but I think God knows to take me that first time he can't he can't actually leave me here because I'll be so no I can't Guys, I, I actually can't. Anyway, guys, you. we love you. I can't remember what I was saying. We talk about Instagram. It doesn't matter. But yeah, follow <laughs> us. Follow us on the things. Do you know what I mean? On all the things. On all the things. Give us reviews and all of that on the things and the comments and engagement and blah blah blah. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> Lightnings. <laughs>